Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The proliferation of online pornography is associated with several physical and mental health concerns, including sexual addiction. A key component in these addictions is a loss of control, often with serious consequences to jobs and relationships. Valerie Voon from the University of Cambridge told me about her research into how the internet drives compulsive pornography use. Knowing that online pornography, or in fact any online materials, the significant um, kind of vast access to novelty, so there's always something new every day, um, does that novelty play a role in terms of driving some of these behaviours? Would you be able to take me through the methods step by step? We familiarize them to images, so we'd show them certain sexual images or um, attractive women or um, objects, and we'd show them repeatedly to familiarize them. Then we had them in the test phase then choose between um, either an image that they've been familiarized to or a matched image which is never seen before. And both of them were associated with winning money in a random manner. So they should pick both equally. But what we actually see is that those with compulsive sexual behaviors preferred the sexual image that was new and not the one that they had seen previously. We then scanned them and showed them these sexual images, monetary images, repeatedly. And we looked in the brain to see what areas might be changing over time. And what we see is that this area um, called the dorsal cingulate, an area involved in novelty and surprise and reward anticipation, that area decreases in activity much more quickly and something we call habituation in those with compulsive sexual behaviours compared to the healthy volunteers. What are the implications of those findings? The novelty component is actually quite intriguing. So we know that, for instance, um, adolescents who are sensation-seeking or novelty-preferring also are more likely to become binge drinkers. So there is this link between novelty-seeking and addictions. But there is something intrinsically different about using the internet. And it's the fact that there is actually stimuli that's constantly novel and constantly new as compared to if you're using a drug. A drug, you're using the exact same thing over and over again or seeking that. Whereas in this, the novelty aspect may itself have some rewarding component. We know that novelty and reward use not not just similar mechanisms. So say, for instance, if something is unexpected and rewarding, you get this phasic increase in dopamine, dopamine being a molecule that's involved in reward and motivation. And when, when it's no longer new or it's now expected, there's no longer this increase in dopamine. I think it's something we can all sympathise with, clicking through and seeking something novel and new on the internet without even going into the realms of pornography. Absolutely. I think this is something that may be a mechanism 
that may be more generalizable to compulsive use of any kind of internet material, whether it's social media, whether it's looking at news outlets. You just get this kind of ongoing updates and it's always something new. And that in itself can be potentially rewarding. But then when you pair it with a stimulus that is also rewarding, potentially that might be more likely to lead towards more compulsive behaviours. How do you see your research moving forward? We only looked at heterosexual males because of the nature of the stimuli. And again, it's a fascinating question is there a gender difference? And then beyond that, there's a lot of other questions you could ask in terms of what else is driving these behaviors. I think not infrequently, a lot of them will report that they do this much more frequently in the context of anxiety or stress, which is also something you see in drug addictions. So those are the kinds of things I'd be quite interested in looking at.